So speaking of sponsorships, welcome to the Average Adventuring Party podcast. You should sponsor us, please. Please. We love you to mention 20 and Critical Role. Yeah, those guys, not a sponsor, but they sure can be. Mm. Please. Support small businesses. Sponsor me, daddy. Oh, there's there's our new shirt. <laughs> so, so on that note. <laughs> so speaking of danger, what uh, what happened last time, you guys? We killed the emperor. He's fucking dead. Yeah, uh, I can't believe you forgot that. Um, party time. Yeah. Oh, man, it says here in my notes that like every other party member outside of the, so- the sovereignty died. I mean, That's a shame. It's a shame forever took their souls. Death, death is happy. He's about to not be. <laughs> we made plans. We uh, we went to go meet a graffiti kid's brother. Graffiti kid's PTSD addled brother. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. And now we're trying to hire some mercenaries. Maybe. Totally will work. Maris, yes. Marisol I mean, has boobs. Sort of. <laughs> yes. Alter that disguise to make Marisol as flat as a board. Hey, hey, hey. Marisala, uh, you know, got human boobs, and then because she has a bad role model in the party. Within an hour, it's like, look at these. Which one? Yes. Ruby never just flashes her boobs. She shows a tasteful glimpse of cleavage as she leans in close to check their work. Well, you know, I'm, I'm like a baby when it comes to this. I'm not. I haven't perfected the skill yet. Clearly, on, clearly. On that, so, although I mean, it works for you know wargs in the wild, just flash the goods and there you go. Although I would like to use this disguise in order to get more you know bad moon humanoid people. This this could help. I thought you were going to say more bones. <laughs> Which kind? Yes. No, I get more of those in my other form, my regular form. This isn't even a real form. They'll see right through it. For for all you know, Marisala's got pups at home. Does she, right? With a lion horse. <laughs> Not canon. What? <laughs> that took a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Listen. I don't know if this realm has a Tijuana, but I don't want to visit. The, those are still animals. <laughs> you are not an animal. Got your lesson over the one-eyed warg. <laughs> <laughs> it's not from this campaign, but, but, uh, but it sounds great anyway. Just for our listeners, uh, in the previous go at this world, uh, Jerry introduced a one-eyed warg with a uh, southern accent. And Ray swooned. It was very, very sexy. I will admit. Ray had su- And then Ray had Suna swoon real hard. Yes. It's a funny story. He's dead? No, he no. still has both eyes. Oh. oh. I just couldn't remember his name. It's off my I, head. Just, I didn't expect the phrase, she swooned, sure, she swooned for a one-eyed warg to be <laughs> rolling off anyone's tongue. <laughs> well, you do what you got to do. Yeah. Speaking of doing what you got to do. Yeah, when, about that. When last we left these guys. Um, we were going to hire some mercenaries, you were, maybe. You were looking to, to hire Bastard <clears throat> Company. We're going to talk to Pegleg. And talk to Pegleg. Peg Maybe pack them at the no. cracker barrel. Mm-hmm. Only if one remains. <laughs> so, cracker barrel, not a sponsor. So, <clears throat> but you can be. I would love it. We're gonna we're gonna open uh, in this particularly seedy dockside tavern. Um, sitting at the table across from you is uh, a guy. He is wearing uh, heavy plate armor in what Majora recognizes as uh, technocracy style. Like it is bits and pieces of constructs that he has bolted onto himself. Um, he looks like a human. Um, he has a very uh, round face, like baby fatishly round. Mm-hmm. Um, just a shock of messy blonde hair and literally has like a person sized bag of coins sitting 
in a seat beside him as people walk up to him and he signs them up to be part of Bastard Company. And he does not look like he is discriminating at all. <laughs> you are unique. Here's your gold. Here's your weapon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, if you sit there and watch him a while, what he's paying out varies. But he's giving everybody at least one gold coin. Hmm. Um, gold has worth here? Yeah. Okay. Um, specifically, you can go get it exchanged for silver. Okay. I'm like, wait, we've been talking about silver yeah, sil- up until this point. Silver is the, the common denomination of <clears throat> pretty much all the realms around here. Um, gold is unique to the human lands. And one of the things you can do is get it. It's basically a promissory note that you can trade in at an embassy or a bank. And they'll take it to the, the Golden Empire to exchange it. So he's using the arcade, the equivalent of the arcade coins to make sure that you're sticking around with his mercenary group. Yeah, he's he's basically going like, I can't pay you silver, but here is an exorbitant amount of money in a foreign currency. Very clever. He's uh, uh, looking at him. Does Ruby get the impression that he's Estonian? Yes. Okay. I, I figure most humans in the area probably are, but the world is very big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like he has this hodgepodge armor on, but underneath it you can see like he's wearing a toga. Got it. Um, I figure uh, Ruby speaks their language, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Ruby will approach speaking in the Esonian tongue. Saying, uh, quite a generous employer. I can appreciate that. He looks you up and down. Well, I suppose we can find something for you to do. Oh, I am certain you could keep me quite busy, but I'm actually looking for what you can do for me if you're taking requests or jobs. I mean, he, he looks around and is like, well, they don't call me Pegleg for nothing. What do they call you Pegleg for? It's his penis. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's uh, a bastardization of my name, as far as I can tell. Mm. These elves can't pronounce it correctly. It's the Estonian tongue is not that difficult. I, it's just the insular nature of the Sun Chaser sovereignty. Not a lot of value is placed on foreign tongues. Yeah, that's fair. I suppose. I don't know. I just figured, uh, you know, there's a lot of individuals who are trained for war who might be looking for alternative employment. And just between you and me, what sort of long-term plan do you have? Oh, right now, nothing. I'm just recruiting. Well, uh... I think we may be able to have some business dealings. And she'll uh, go ahead and uh, gesture to Ardith and say, uh, this one needs to rescue her sister who is being held by the emperor. And we have to go about it in a very roundabout way. As you talk, like his eyebrows just raised to his forehead. So he looks just looks casually around the room. <laughs> so, uh, and, and she's still speaking in an Esonian. Yeah. She, he says. So you wouldn't be dealing with that part directly. It's far too dangerous. No amount of money I could offer you. Or anything else that you determine as your price could probably justify the sheer danger of that proposition. But there are other things that we need capable allies to do. Maybe we should have talked about discretion. We're speaking of Sonian. Yeah. Major, you also speak Sonian. Yeah. yeah. 
maybe other people can understand us. Well, she's not speaking loudly. He says, listen, I'm all for uh, taking on prospective clients. Um, I actually might have over-recruited uh, and could certainly use to earn some of that coin back, maybe uh, have some members prove their worth. However, you are specifically asking me to conduct military operations on uh, not just foreign soil, but the capital. So, military and operations are such harsh words. Um, what we're right. talking about is attending a party. Uh, we just need people to be in a place that might need some discontent. No, nobody hurt, no, no true fights or anything. So if you needed to relieve some of these people, to test some of these people, we have the excellent engagement for just such a thing. I tell you, it will be fantastic. And there will be no bloodshed on a foreign capital. Interesting. And I say no bloodshed. That's not going to be a contractual province because if your guys get a little too rowdy and things happen i don't want that to be part of our stipulation but the goal is no bloodshed and nothing clearly military in in such a we don't seem like a military correct you're not a military organization you are a mercenary and so we have absolutely no intent well, let, let me I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there yeah yeah i i, I appreciate what you're saying but before we get into specifics, and then he switches back into Elvin. So, what's your folks' budget? Hold on. And Madra looks around and he turns and he reaches a hand into his vest. And you see him digging around. And he pulls out a promissory note. And the promissory note doesn't actually have an amount written on it, but it says, I certify that this will be paid, da-da-da-da-da-da, and all the legalese. I'm like... Who, who's the guarantor on that? That's a good question. Who did I forge? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a 17 on forgery plus 3 plus 4, so 24 on a forgery for... Um, who hates the Empire? Yes. So many people. I don't want it to be the authority. No. You know, the technocracy. That's fantastic. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, he sees that writing on there and just reaches over, closes his sack. Well, it's nice meeting you. I'll be leaving uh, you now. I don't think he wants uh, whatever money that is. I have something a little more domestic. Not if you're dealing with them. No, thank you. Oh, oh, hold um, on. Hold on. I'll put put that one away. Pull out another one. And it says, Ah, I think this one might be more to your liking. This one says, what's another? Ah, the dragons. Yes. <laughs> the dragon emperor. Obsidian Isles. Uh, uh, Obsidian Isles. And I'm like, here, this one. And if that's not to your liking, I actually have a completely other... Well, why don't we talk about your down payment, mm -hmm. and then we'll talk about your budget, and then we can fill out that promissory note. I have no problem working with the dragons, but those techno bastards in the desert can just die. Yes, yes. That's also why I was working for the dragons. He kind of gives you the eye up and down, shrugs and... You know as well as I that working for many masters is the most profitable. Also the most dangerous. But until then... So, what, uh, what, what's your budget? And what do you... Give me, a, give me a budget. Give me a scale. And then we can talk about your down payment. Mm, so what do you do for a living? 
Yes. <laughs> I have my... Everything. She does everything. In a lot of pies, as it were. Ah, yes. Uh, we'll just say... And he pulls out a, a what looks like a formal contract. We'll say, entrepreneur. That's the very diplomatic way of putting it. So? So? Um, I have... Oh, probably, and he opens up a ledger, about 500. Assets? We will call them uh, relatively skilled individuals. Um, I have a number of specialists. Quite a few trained troops who are in need of upkeep. So, again, tell me, tell me what you're looking for. We're what looking- can you have ready in three days? Is it three days or two, two days. days at this two point? Days. Two days. So there's going to be an execution. Yes. And we... Uh, Wait, are we conducting the execution? No. No, no, no. We're, we're working to save lives. Um, okay, so an extraction, yes. Yes. Um, we will need quite a, quite a distraction to accomplish that, and... As far as budget goes, uh, let's see, what's the address here? Oh, Does Ruby own any establishments in this part of the Waterfall District? No. No, no. Too seedy. I tend not to operate here, but have you ever been... uh, And she just pulls out like a, a business card and slides it there and it's... A different business card than the one she provided, and it's to a bank. Mm-hmm. And she says, have you ever done business at this establishment for exchanging your gold? Uh, I really don't do the exchanging of money, but I, I'm aware of banks, yes. The entire contents of the vault. I mean, that's nice in theory, but you're, you're going to have to give me a number. Yes. Uh how much, realistically, would would Ruby be able to part with, and how much? I mean, you could probably get your hands on fifty thousand silver easily in a day mm-hmm. if you like literally cashed in all of your markers. Mm-hmm. I could uh, get you fifty thousand down. Oh. Oh, I. I don't think I could actually cover that on my end. If you were to hire literally everyone I have put together here since I've, I've been here for a one-day operation, 15000 A Quick question. I've never had anyone try to tuck me down before. What, what is, well, <laughs> it's, it's the details and the terms that really get us. If there is, you know, unforeseen bloodshed, what is the death rate? What does she have to pay for each of these individuals that dies? Because most mercenary companies, you know, want to take care of families and whatnot. Oh, um, if anyone were to die, it would be ten times their their higher wage. Okay. I mean, we would get half and their family would get half. So, 15000 And if, you know things went horribly wrong and everybody died it'd be a hundred and fifty thousand i think that's doable i mean for fifteen thousand that would hire everyone that i have for one day if yes that's what you would like obviously we don't intend on putting everyone in the potential of harm's way we're looking more for uh, rabble rousing than for, for in most areas right by most areas do you mean across the city in a district you got to give me a sense of scale here. We're talking about uh, there are some animals that need to be released. Mm-hmm. Where? And knowing where the 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 royal stables, uh, the, the stables. We also let's call it twenty with hazard pay. 20. Okay. All right. And so we'll continue going up as we... The the district that the execution would be in, we would also need the district of that villa up there. Um, 
and give descriptions to the one. Yeah, that, the villa is in the waterfall district. It's just in the upper sh- area of it, right? But we're wanting those specific areas to see a lot, pulling the guards. Yeah, away. I mean, we're we're looking for uh, protests proclaiming that the Prince Sugihara is still alive and that he is mm-hmm. betrayed by his father. Oh, political protest. Oh, that nonviolent. Uh, that that fifty thousand number is looking a lot more appropriate. Um, that's you can see why I was willing to throw a large number your way right off the bat. Uh, hmm. Doesn't need to be everyone. If we could incite the local populace, everyone would be good. Though. I, I mean, six ways a, a large city. Yes. Uh, you know what? Maybe I was a bit hasty. Fifty thousand does sound about right. Um, because there are certainly going to be some individuals who get jailed, if not beaten to death by the guards for uh, inciting rebellion against the emperor. Because that is, and he, it's, uh, that is a potential. Yes, it's treason. Yes, and they, they. I want to make it clear. Uh, I think we are perfectly acceptable if they start things and then. Make strategic wait. withdrawals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I tell you what. And the docks. We we need a path to the docks from the building. I tell you what. If you can get me half, I'll take that promissory note. I had actually considered going to the Obsidian Isles to do some recruiting, and that might be a good excuse. And we'll. Uh, do the final tabulations before putting that down. Excellent. And I will mark my steel on there when we've gotten the final amount, minus the down payment, of course. He says, well, that's all that remains is the down payment. And then you can consider yourself a right bunch of bastards. (laughs) We already do. That's why we came to you. Uh, right, I will go ahead and make the uh, withdrawal. I suppose she has to go to an actual bank to do mm-hmm. that. But Are any of them open this late? It's not officially banking hours right now. Uh, yeah, Ruby probably can call in some favors to get your ass up. <laughs> Let me make some quick. Uh, calls as it were she comes back about half an hour later uh, meanwhile Pegleg has been telling you all these stories about um, bastard company uh, back in its heyday when it was strictly a human concern <laughs> um, they spent a lot of time in the uh, the jungles north of Asonia uh, yeah, fighting uh, these weird bug critters that just would like literally pull your brain out of your skull. Marisol is like so entranced with his story that she's just hanging on every word because that sounds so cool. Yeah, they. Uh, his father actually fought a uh, a quaddle, which is a gigantic feathered serpent that calls down lightning storms, and they they. Captured. They had to cut off its its wings, but you know they captured it. You really are a bunch of bastards. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you do what you got to do. That thing fried hundreds of of well trained troops, so I think it's really only even. I mean, you could have killed the thing, chopping off its wings. That's just degrading. Well, it's not like they're intelligent or anything. Oh, but they are. Oh. At least that's what the stories say. Yeah, some even worship them. Yeah, well. I mean, they didn't worship that one. <laughs> Not anymore, <laughs> at least. Oh. Apparently they needed to pray harder. <laughs> All right. Mm, bad puns. Uh, Ruby has a... Uh, has a bag on her... Uh, slung over her shoulder that she sets down. Well, 
thunk on the table. Thank you. 25,000 with a little bit extra thrown on top. <laughs> it's a picture of Ruby. <laughs> like a pinup. Hold on. Just and some panties. <laughs> he uh, puts his hands together and just like slowly opens them. And as he does, this um, near invisible uh, plate of force appears. And he just like hoists the bag onto the plate, and then a little floating number. It's a scale. <laughs> uh, starts reading out, and it's a little over twenty five thousand. He goes, well, you know, supposing you didn't sneak some lead in there or something, I think <laughs> that's good. Lead is actually quite valuable. Uh, for no, oh, well, not where I'm going. Uh, anyway, and he like opens his hands around that circle again. And it just goes, like, you can see the outline of it, but it goes see-through, and your bag just, like, falls into nothingness. And then he closes it. Good enough. Interesting. He stands up and says, uh, just to the bars, well, sounds like we got ourselves your first job, men. And a bunch of people cheer. And Pegleg says, well, any particular date and time, I suppose. Also, I need you to sign this. And he just hands you a contract. Uh, I, I know a lot about contracts. Uh, you would. Uh, looking at it, anything out of the ordinary? Um, it seems like a form contract, which is, uh, you know, you've been given a number, basically, as the guarantor. And it kind of go, goes over the details of what you've... Uh, Describe to him without giving specifics. And then there's this little bottom section that's kind of like, oh, and also other duties as as, as required. As required. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just leaving them some... Yeah. Wiggle room. Wiggle room. Yeah. Uh, Basically, like, for all intents and purposes, you have hired them for urban pacification. And, you know, there's the, the wiggle room in that you can completely tell them to do the opposite, but on paper. Yeah. Yeah. If, if the uh, Elvis magistrates come asking, why did you take this job? Oh, no, sir. It was yeah, purely... The, the client completely misrepresented it to me. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, she'll go ahead and sign it and say, uh, Ardith, uh, you know, I hope your sister appreciates all we're doing for her. I hope she does, too. Otherwise, uh, I'd consider leaving these two to hang, but this will make it easier for all of us. Yep. Pegleg says, well, you're free to stay and drink with us or, uh, or not. Up to you. Or not. I think I'll partake. So are we staying then? I don't recommend sleeping here. It's... No, absolutely not. Yep. I said the odds, yes, evens, no, in my head, it's a five. So, yes, we will stay. I will not partake, mm-hmm. but I will stay. I figure there are people in the bar that aren't. Uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of uh, mariners. Uh, a lot of potential tieflings or souls. Mm-hmm. So, or just, you know, straight-up clients. Or, or you know, people that, that I just, you know, yeah. well, well, find you're- interesting. Well, you know, you're mingling. What is Ardith doing? Hmm. You know what? Well, Ardith had her hood up the entire time, so no one can get a really good look at her face. Mm-hmm. But I am going to pull Marisala aside real quick. Marisala has basically been propositioned by every third <laughs> guy that passes her. Are these a seven? <laughs> Are these a seven? Oh, <laughs> Why weren't we paying any attention to Marisala? Look at these! <laughs> number one no. stop, number one to stop that <laughs> if that is indeed occurring no she got her validation <laughs> from the poor PSD guy <laughs> but you know I am going to find out if there's a ham bone or something you did just just side note we did just hire a PTSD guy to participate in urban pacification because we hired everybody who's just been recruited. So we may be the cause of death of little Art Boy's brother. 
we, you and Ruby. I was gonna say you two. Um, we needed warm bodies. He qualifies. So Marisola asks for something, and she ends up with a bowl of some kind of pea soup that's got weird uh, murky bits of ham floating in it. <laughs> yeah, and we're, we're, a dog is making that face. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of push the bowl to the side and not really pay attention to it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take Mary's. I'm going to go sit with Mary Saul for a second. As I sulk over my nastiness bowl. You're, you're pretty sure at one point, like, a thumb floats to the top. Oh, that's like icing on the cake for her, though. But it's in pea soup. But it's in pea soup. I don't do green stuff. That's pea with two E's. (laughs) (laughs) There's the episode title. (laughs) I wanted to apologize for the other night. For what? The bap. Oh, we're good. Your father used to do that all the time. I just wanted to... Sincerely apologize. And also to make it clear that I will do the, I would do anything for my sister. And that's obvious. And I want to want you to understand that if you do anything out of line, that will include anything for my sister. I just I really do just want to make it clear how far I will go for her to let her be whoever she wants to be okay 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 I'm not promising I won't bap you again for uh well considering your father has something that I want that I don't get unless I help you Mm -hmm. you know I'm I'm pretty good with helping you you also have a one-track mind I mean you can't dangle a carrot in front of a horse and not have them Yes, yes, you can. Well, okay. But just don't dangle stuff in front of me is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> if we survive this, you will get your reward. Okay? Wait a minute. Are you promising me something other than what your father is promising? No, but I'll oh. make sure you get what you're trying to get oh. if we succeed. Oh, only if we, su- if we succeed. If we succeed, we can still... What if your plan fails, though? But I do what I'm supposed to. Well, if I'm dead, I can't help you get whatever you're trying to get, so... I mean, you can. I just need to work with death over there. Sure, whatever. Okay, okay, okay. And could you possibly... You said you know this forest witch person? Uh-huh. And then you said you knew... Uh, what was the other guy that you knew? Was it a... You're not... You need to be more specific here. The other guy that you knew... More specific? Over with the centaurs or something. I don't know. Could you give me an in in there? Iacus? I don't know his name. A minotaur? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Uh, can you give me an in in there? Sure. That would be cool, too. Arthas There's imagine- all sorts of exotic stuff in their woods and, and everything. Arthas be- imagining Iacus versus Marisol. <laughs> and like, sure, you guys have fun with that. Fast forward. Iacus shows up with a new jacket. It's a giant organ jacket. Well, I, I was going to say, somehow Iacus is like, this is my second wife. <laughs> also, she's also imagining Suna and Marisala and how that's going to go. Oh, you know, the, the Enchanted Forest, it would be so cool with all the stuff they have there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. When you, when you say Enchanted Forest, at least one of the, the soldiers in the back says, Fuck the Enchanted Forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck the Enchanted Forest. Murhobo. I mean... One track mine wolf. Yeah, that's going to go well. Okay, if not necessarily that person that you're talking no, 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 about. No, no, that, that's, that's what artist is thinking. En- that's not allowed. Oh, I was going to say Enchanted Forest, all sorts of creatures. Uh-huh. Could make a lot of money. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if, if you could... I, I would also like the promise of that. I'll see what I can do, provided... You know, an an you know. inn. A safe inn. I'll see what I can do. Not that you're responsible for me surviving the whole time. Yes. But, you know, at least safely introduction. Uh-huh. I Like I said, I will see what I can do. 
Okay. Then I will help you. Good. Well, I mean, I was already going to help you. Yes. But I mean, but I will behave even if something gets dangled in front of me. Very good. <laughs> okay. Things get dangled in front of Ruby all the time. <laughs> and she does not behave, does she? <laughs> no, but that's not her job to behave. <laughs> behaves as expected. What, what is Major doing while all this is going on? Um, honestly, he is probably just sitting here, like, watching. Mm-hmm. He, he's a bard. He should be playing. But nope. He's just... <laughs> yeah, the, the... People watching. The crowd has actually pretty much organized itself as, uh, you know, mariners against mercenaries. And the mariners have started sea shanties. You know, doing, like, the call and response. And then when the, the mercenaries mess it up, they, you know, razz them and then start it again, a different one. Yeah. So the mercenaries can never quite catch up. Uh, to these, to the songs that these guys know by heart. Honestly, whenever this is going on, Major's probably going to try and get involved, and he'll start one of the most common sea shanties that he knows. Ellerman. No, no. Unfortunately, nobody knows it. Like he, he's hyping it up, and come on, guys, everybody knows this, but nobody, nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you know, singing songs from three centuries ago. Mm-hmm. Well, you do know that your father said you'd keep me in line. Hmm. I'm glad he warned you. So, uh, you might want to make it back to him. That's the plan. Okay. You your, mom, eat? Your, your mom's what? a bitch, though, I will say. Mom's, yeah. When, when yeah. you say that. That's one of the highest forms of compliments from a <laughs> warg, though. <laughs> when when uh, you say that's the plan to get back, death just kind of is like, eh. <laughs> you shut up. But Death, you, you heard part of the deal. You can't see him. Oh, damn it. That go away. Yes. I mean, the, the only indication that you had is like, Arth going, shut up. Or like, making the shut up sign towards him. Hmm. Are you going to eat that? No. No green stuff. Yeah, I, I don't blame you at all. No, your father one time tried to feed me cucumbers. You believe that? Cucumbers aren't bad. Ew. They don't taste like much. It green stuff. Water. I mean, that's not green. No, but cucumbers are ninety percent water. Well, your father tried to get me to eat some. It was gross. He should have wrapped them in bacon. Hmm, that might have worked. See, this is why he needs you around. What, to remind him that bacon exists? <laughs> or get better at bribing someone. Zenith is one character flaw. He forgets that bacon exists. <laughs> Zenos has a bad heart. Your mom wouldn't let him eat bacon. <laughs> that you're a carnivore and bacon exists. <laughs> so it's like, I'll have some bacon with my eggs. And he's like, what? <laughs> what the fuck is bacon? No, he knows what turkey bacon is. It's so chewy. <laughs> no matter how crisp I cook it. It is. It is. It's sad. Yes, but Mary Sala's a carnivore. She don't care as long as it's meat, meat flavored. That's true. And actually meat. <laughs> I'm not digging the ham out of that, though, because it'll still be coated in the green stuff. You could wash it with ale or beer or whatever they're serving here. Yeah, but I'm afraid that if I do that, is it going to look like I'm drinking? That's while, a good while question. While I'm picking it up? It's an illusion spell. Make anyone see what, whatever. I mean, if you if you pick that up and start to drink, it looks like a human picking or an up elf picking it up. Drinking, okay. So I'm gonna try the ale and then look back at the pea soup and no, no, no. Uh, the ale, the ale tastes like seawater. Yeah, no. Not. They, they've at all. clearly cut it with something. Maybe seawater. <laughs> Makes you thirstier. I mean, it's not a bad plan, considering. Uh, I mean, patron death. You know. Past a certain point, uh, Pegleg starts uh, like trying to recruit people off the streets <laughs> by by telling you know these wild stories just out in the open. Um, and he pretty much stays at it as as long as you guys care to stay. I, I will try to hit him up. Of, you know, can he get me one of those animals that he talked, one of those insect bugs things that he talked about? 
I mean, sure. I can sign you up with one of the legions. I'm sure they would enjoy having, uh, you know, a nice, strong fighter's company. Granted, you would have to go way into the forest, but or way into the jungle, but uh, what's eight or nine thousand miles? Yeah. They allow women? In the legions? Yes. Yes. Some of the best commanders are women. I mean... Our our uh, our uh, chief war priest of the sun is a woman. How do you feel about works? I mean, I've met a few. They're mostly all right. Do you allow them pretty, to the pretty legion? much lazy? <laughs> do you, do you allow them to the legion? I don't think one's ever applied. Hmm. If I applied, or if. Let's say somebody applied. They could probably get one of those bugs, though, right? I don't know that they would let you keep one. They're kind of dangerous. Then what's the point of this conversation? You asked me. I wanted a bug. (laughs) I'm just saying, they literally eat your brain out of your head, and they reproduce like a hundred at a time. So you keep it encapsuled. They still reproduce. Encapsulated. And some of them spit acid. They could get out of most cages. Oh, that would be a heck of a. a, a I mean, have you thought about Great using it in your, in your arm, <laughs> in your army stuff? You you can't train weapon. Them. It doesn't matter. It does. If they're as bad as you say, put them in a capsule and throw them out. Why? So then we have a new land that they burrow into and make make mounds and then infest there. The only thing that keeps them at bay are the centaurs. Ooh, could I get a centaur if I joined? <laughs> uh, listen. You the, go for it. <laughs> the, the, the official policy of the Legion is that we don't, uh, well, when I was a member of the Legion, we don't hold with the trafficking of intelligent beings. But seeing as they're monstrous beings. A fine line. I'm sure you could. Yeah, I'm sure you could take one. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Take one straight to the grave. <laughs> and that's what happened for I mean, Iacus. <laughs> I mean, we're not sending bastard company, or Asonia is not sending any of the legions into the centaur planes, but you can Again, do why you are we having this conversation then? Again, you ask me. <laughs> I'm answering your questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just turns to look at the three of you. <laughs> Throw our hands up like we don't fucking know either. So if I were in theory a warg, uh, <laughs> he, he like reaches over and uh, you know like goes to thump you on the the head. I'm gonna try to step back. Yeah, step back. He's he... like, what did, did did the snow up north addle your brain or something? I'm gonna flash my boobs again and say, God. What do you think of these? Six. <laughs> <laughs> he, he kind of looks. Like, yeah, I'm married to my work. <laughs> so okay. While this was all going on, I did my seduction roll with advantage. There's a t- how many souls does a twenty four get me? Um, you get a fair number. We'll say like ten or twelve mariners who have been out at sea. Uh, you know for. For uh, months or years, and haven't haven't seen women, uh, you're able to hook quite a few of them. Hopefully, they didn't look over when I flashed the guy. Oh, they were busy. Oh, they probably were <laughs> giving you a good eyeful. Oh, they were busy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, half for me, half for Fosses. Yeah, you you walk out of there with a with like a cool ten souls apiece. Uh, you know, you have all. Uh, a handful of tiny contracts for for various things. Most of them want uh, relatively mundane things. You know, a couple of them are like, "Man, I'd 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 sell my soul for a, a nice shower with a real bar of soap." <laughs> Good thing you have a bathhouse. One of had. No, no oh. I still have others. Uh, that one is going to get. A like 
when he gets home, his he's going to have an actual like real nice bath, and but he's he didn't phrase it carefully enough. So there's going to be like a little imp behind a bar uh, with little, with choices of soaps, like <laughs> so. Which one I'll beat today, boss? <laughs> the soaps are all penis shaped. So. <laughs> Uh, along. I mean, that's probably not canon, but <laughs> yeah, uh, you you get quite a few. Uh, by the time you guys leave, the the first bell for the morning is ringing. I totally need some sleep. I am so tired. Mm. So are we walking back now? Yes, it has been so long since I pulled an all nighter. You mean Yawn. last night? <laughs> Honk shoo, honk with Madra. <laughs> Doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well. Uh, yeah, so by the time you guys make it back to uh, Hot and Spicy Nudes, uh, the sun is starting to come up and the first patrons are coming in to get uh, breakfast bowls. Where are we sleeping, guys? I'm just gonna plop down on the floor somewhere, like in a corner off to the side. Yeah, your your bone is still there from yeah. earlier. You have to pretend to be a so rug. We see this elf chick just collapse on the floor, <laughs> start gnawing on a bone. <laughs> Great. Yeah, she gets a few. She gets a few <laughs> stares as patrons come in. I'm like, she's drunk. And then the stuff like we've seen weirder stuff. In I'm gonna six eventually way. fall asleep though, so I mean it won't be gnawing on a bone. Yeah, the excuse artist's gonna give like she's drunk. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Too much sake, huh? Yeah. I have a office upstairs that we can use as room to rest. I'll uh, I'll keep an eye on the elf for now. <laughs> And I'll set at the pl- table nearby. Before Earth goes to bed, she's going to pop in front of Madra. Hmm. Madra? Why are you here? Whatever do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I don't. we don't know That's... each other from, you know, the walking gods. No, no. How? F- You're here because my father asked you to be here. Um, not really. Not really. Kind of, but not really. Not really what? Well, he helped me. Uh Uh-huh. And say, go live. And he mentioned that you might be in some trouble. And whenever I was asking where I wanted to go, so... Mm. Yeah. So yes, you're here because technically my father asked you to be. Uh, or at least suggested it to you and decided it was a good idea. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> How far are you willing to go for this operation? Um, because again... I don't know you, you don't know me. The only contact we have is my father. Well, I like Zinos. Uh, he, <laughs> Everyone does. He he pulled me out of a bad place. I don't really remember where. Um, and he helped get me back on my feet and gave me the means to support myself. Um, and he said, enjoy your life. But are you willing to risk it for this stupid plan? Uh, well, you know, everything is inherent with risk, but I'm here to help. I mean, am I going to be throwing myself in front of a charging horse? Probably not. Mm. Why do you think I keep on trying to make suggestions that let us all walk away from this? You know, it's hard for me to go enjoy my life. If there is no life. Correct. Um, everything's weird. Like, it's not how I remember it. Things have changed, but it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh. 
Huh. Lots, lots of new things. I'm just trying to take it all in and, you know, process because mm-hmm. everything is so different. Mm-hmm. Is Death still in this room? Yes. Can Major see him? Yes. Okay. Well, our little friend over in the corner, not her, (laughs) has suggested to me that you may be just what we need to power down the Emperor, but he did not give me specifics. Ah. Well, if you want me to sit on the chair and assume the power of the Emperor, I mean, I'm willing to do that. Um, Only if we have no other choice. Well, I mean, that probably won't kill me. Um, I don't know. But I honestly don't know how Mm -hmm. I can be the key. Again, he did not really give me many specifics. I have a lot of heart. (laughs) Which I appreciate. (laughs) I just wanted to know how far you're willing to go for this operation for someone you don't know. To rescue someone you... Three someones you don't know. Well, let me turn this around on you. You say your sister is important to you, right? Yes. So knowing how much you care about her, knowing what you'll do for her, that's one thing. But how far would you go for Pegleg? You know, you just (laughs) met him. You, you met him on this mission, right? Would you go as far for Pegleg as you would go for your sister? Arthur's making a face. Yeah, probably not. No. Probably not. No. Uh, do you want anything bad to happen to Pegleg? No, absolutely no. not. He's a good he individual. He's not pissed me off, so therefore no. Yes, and, and, and he has many... He has a story before this. He has a life after this. We don't want to see him die, but you won't go as far Mm -hmm. as you would for your sister. So you asking me, how far will I go for you? I care about Zenos deeply. I Mm -hmm. owe him much. Um, I would go to the ends of the earth for Zenos. I know you. You're friendly. I like you. I'm friendly. Well, yes, you have been very friendly. <laughs> I, you're one of the friendliest people bar. I have ever met. Oh God, the Bart is rubbed way too much off on me. So it's it's simply for me your peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> that that is quite an analogy you put together there. I, it's not that I don't care about you. No. I care you. Our bonds are forming. I am, the more I observe, the more I respect, and there is much that I will do to defend you. I'm willing to try and contribute to this crazy plan that we have. This crazy non-plan. But you're a peg leg. Okay, I just... And I mean no offense. No, I, no, 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 I totally understand. I, like I said, we don't know each other. Yes. I had a similar conversation with... Um, Mary Saul over there as she snores. Mm-hmm. It's just that this is we've been thrown together for all of 48 hours. Yes. Oh, and no. we're going to rescue someone I care deeply about. And, and it's just a matter of getting a bit of a measure. I, I love I love the bond that you and your sister have. Like I I can't even imagine that kind of connection. As Ardith remembers them yelling at each other about, you know, 48 hours ago. <laughs> I have never experienced that kind of connection. And so the the command that Zenos laid on me is heavy. Just live. Have a life. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I've never known what that means. Well, I'm hoping you'll be able to find out. Or if not, you'll go out, we'll all go out in the blaze of glory. Um, That's not plan A. That's not plan A. <laughs> That is definitely not plan A. Uh, there are things I'd like to do after this. But I would like to get to know you more. That's, uh, I, I think there is, I think one day you would be not Peg-like. I think you would be Shannara. Thank you, Edros, I think. <laughs> get some rest? Oh, I don't sleep. 
Uh, that's why I said rest. I'm going to start howling in my sleep. I'll boot her. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just going to pat you on the shoulder and like get up and go. Have good, good luck. Good luck. Gonna go. <laughs> Quiet you. <laughs> gonna go find somewhere to sleep. <laughs> Out of the way. So Ardith goes into um, like one of the storage rooms upstairs that has a nice, you know, open mm-hmm. window looking out into the sky. Um, sitting in the window, like butt on on the windowsill, you know, leg hanging out mm-hmm. is impeccable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when he looks over at you, um, he just has tears running down his face. Can I help you? I need something from you. What do you need? He hops down and walks over to you and just throws his arms around you. And I was just like, stiff as a board, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, he he just like buries his head in your shoulder and starts sobbing. I mean, Arth is awkward and stiff and like takes a bit to like very awkwardly pat him. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you were touching me and I did not ask you to. Yeah, but between sobs, he just is. Have you ever found something out and it changes the context of everything? Yes. That you've ever known? Oh, fucking yes. I've just had one of those nights. I just really need a hug right now. You want to elaborate, or...? No. This is the... On ours, and this is the most awkward hug ever. But but she's hugging him, and, you know, the very awkward pat, pat. He, uh, kind of chokes out. You just don't... I don't have anyone else to talk to. You're the only one that even comes close to understanding. I just, I need a hug. And he just continues to, to sob. Yeah, just sobs into her, her shoulder. It's like, she's like, okay, yeah, just cry, cry it out. And if you want to rant, you can rant. And, and very slowly, she starts melting into the hug to actually give him a hug. But it takes a while. <laughs> and I, I think that's where we'll we'll call it is uh the most awkward hug in existence. The glacier thawing. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it, it's easier to deal with a person who's about your who's bigger than you if you actually stop being stiff. <laughs> you hear that, Ruby? <laughs> well Ruby's good at keeping them stiff. That's bigger than you. <laughs> I mean, I be, mean, yeah. To be fair, like in the grand scheme of things, um, Ardith is probably five, six, I think. bigger than him. Okay. Like he's kind of lanky, and I mean, still he's he's taller. He, he might be a little bit taller, but it's it's like still she has dead weight. Yeah. It's easier if you're not like tense as a board. Yeah. And, and all she, I can see is Ardith going hi ya. <laughs> Yeah, just first reaction is like Hito throw him to the ground. Well, no, that, that's if he had like lunged at her for a hug instead of just being there first. Yeah. But yeah, person who does not like being touched unless she's, you know, okay with it. See, the hug, hugged. the hug is your jacket. I hope you understand that. <laughs> I see what you did. Suna didn't have anything like that. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Just the entire forest fucking burning I down. Mean, ain't that the truth? <laughs> ain't that the truth? I'm sorry. About a third of the forest burning down. Galdrian didn't. Both of his parents back. Yeah. See, he didn't. <laughs> Technically, yeah. He got an extra set of parents. He didn't even know he had. <laughs> so, you guys got anything? Nope. Nope. I can just imagine if this goes off in like a change of leadership. I can see Riss relocating here and saying, if you were injured by the emperor <laughs> and you feel you need money, I mean, contact Riss. <laughs> I mean, yeah, TV ads and his and his uh, 
visual porn. Riss is 100% going to be like the scummy lawyer <laughs> everywhere that you need a scummy lawyer to show up. It, uh, it turns out his name is uh, J.G. Rissworth. <laughs> <laughs> if you have been uh, suffering from mesothelioma... <laughs> If if you have uh, enchanted forest agent orange exposure, <laughs> you ever been victimized by the forest witch, the emperor? Yeah, it's just a long scrolling <laughs> list. If you've ever been ghosted by a bitch of a giant after you went on a date, no. What I really see oh. us doing <laughs> is getting a running list of violations against Suna, like and bringing a class action that lawsuit too. against Suna. That too. <laughs> For terrorizing and... Just at some point, Saloth's best deal pops into existence. Besides, <laughs> you've been served. Pops out of existence. This isn't a fucking cookie. <laughs> well, that's how they get her to take it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Suna turns the paperwork down every time until they put a cookie on top. Yeah. So you touched it. Now it's yours. Yep. Speaking of yours, leave us your reviews. We need those. Or yes. your cookies. Or your cookies, yeah. My chocolate chip. Sponsor an F-bomb, do the things at the places, find us, listen. Buy us crumble cookies? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, give us crumble cookies and we'll do a free F-bomb. This fucking cookie crumbled. (laughs) Crumble, not a sponsor, but we'll crumble for you. Oh, my. All right. (laughs) I think we're running out of steam on this episode. Back to wrapping up this episode. Anyway, Steam, not a sponsor. Gabe, Gabe Newell, not a sponsor, but if you want to be. Um, yeah, so that's what I got. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time.